Three, two, one. I'm just going to just get it. Get it. You should check your Steam library. You might have gotten an early birthday slash Christmas present. Oh, interesting. I've received a gift. <laughs> Trombone champ. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> on my wish list as well. Have you played oh, I just enjoy the horns. I know you're an avid fan of the horns. Horns. Oh, I can I can decline the gift. Would you decline the gift for a bit for the start of a podcast? Would you do that? Oh man, I would. I would do that. I haven't in this case. What was the deal with trombone champs? Then what was the? I have purposely given it to you so that you don't look up anything on it and just play it. Okay. Is, do you reckon that said uh, I should stream it or, or what? I mean, it's totally up to you. I think you um, would lose your shit okay. if you streamed it. So, oh, they're saying nominate, <laughs> nominate us. I thought it was like a nominee for all those awards. <laughs> um, I do have. I'm sure I've got a trump. I've got a trombone in this room. I've got uh, uh, you know, the P bone. It's like mm-hmm. a. It's like it's fully playable as a trombone. It's just made of plastic and it's really light and it's. Yeah kind of it's like i guess it was aimed at like you know younger people to learn trombone without having a big fucking fragile instrument that they're lugging yeah. about they could kill somebody with but yeah oh, cool well, yeah um, well i mean you can get loads of trading cards like it's like got it's quick play mode and then trading cards which get trading cards which could you give you interesting trivia about trombones it's very weird but it's great all right Blow and toot your way through over 20 songs. Collect all 50 (laughs) unique tromboner tromboner cards. (laughs) (laughs) Tromboner is not the that's not what you call somebody that plays trombone. I mean if trombone champ says it, Gente. I mean it's it's the de facto. I'm I'm totally I not a hundred I'm starting to doubt myself. It's a trombonist, right? It's a tromboner. I think you'll find it's a tromboner. If a video Trump game owner. has told you it's tromboner, uh, the video game is definitely right. If I Google tromboner, am I going to get, you know, if I Google tromboner on a work computer, am I going to get fired? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, if um, um, Even more reason. To do. <laughs> All right. <sighs> risky, risky Google of the day. Let's fucking go. What happened, Giddy? I got fired. Womp. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know they've done um, something dodgy in the workplace. They've got a trombone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> trombone. Uh, being sexually aroused by somebody in a band uniform. <laughs> uh, used in context. Whoa, that cute clarinet player standing on the 40-yard line gives me a trombone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fucking hell. Hi everybody. Welcome to the Hit Record Record Podcast. It is myself. Hey. Uh, oh fuck, I forgot. <laughs> He's been sitting on this for oh, weeks I, and he didn't write it down. One job, crud! One <laughs> job! Oh, I, I know I had it. It was uh, hates going into the office, Sam. 
Hello, hi everyone. I'm here to he's going off for Sam. Uh, I'm as, as well as always. I am joined by uh, the vegetarian who hates potatoes, Gitty. Hello, it's me, the vegetarian that hates potatoes, Gitty. <laughs> of course, we also have hates crunch. Adam. Yes. <laughs> I am. Yes. I'm. I'm aware. And last but not least, the only one I could think of was uh, hates popular anime. Cron. Yeah. Hates popular anime. I, See, I, I was thought gonna... specifically of Dragon Ball Z because I really don't like Dragon. Ball oh, Z. I think I see hate Chainsaw Man because that's been blowing up at the moment. No, actually, Chainsaw Man is really good. It looks insane. Gonna... No, I've been watching Blue Lock and reading Blue Lock, and I've all the way up to. The newest chapter, and I've waiting. I've been waiting for weeks. You tell me you're excited about that. The next chapter. It's See, about uh, football, but I don't care. I don't like football, but I like this. Sports anime has always had a pl- special place in your heart, consistently, despite the fact you're not really an avid follower of a sports except for Formula One and occasionally basketball. Did you guys know that there's sports ball happening right now? Yeah, it's the World yeah, Cup. Oh, it's the World Cup. You, you get to choose which one is going to win in Call of Duty. <laughs> Sorry. Specifically, right now, uh, Wales are beating England nil nil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, Wales, Wales are beating England nil nil. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's gonna that's, that's gonna that's really a good, that's a gonna good really joke. date this. It's gonna really date that statement when the game ends four nil to England. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, one of, my, one of um, my favorite little videos from the World Cup is when it's like there's like a a clip of like James McAvoy sitting in the cubicle trying to take a shit. And it just cuts. To like I'm sorry, up. what? So it's from the film Filth, right? Oh, right. I thought there was just like someone had taken a wee candid shot of James McAvoy trying to. Yeah, you know, he's, no. he's not. He's not trying to do a shit in that scene. In I don't know. I don't he's know. Just what sitting he's... in a cubicle having a mental breakdown. No, 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 no. He's, he's well, yeah. Carry on. Yeah. Was on the point. He's literally sitting there, and he has a pen, and he ju- it just cuts to like another bit of just someone writing. It's not coming home, and he just starts maniacally laughing. Oh no! Do you know? I I was in um I was in a shop the other day um with our mutual friend uh who introduced us to word Bur- well, some of us to word burglar James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, we were in the shop, and they were just playing you know stand standard like corporate shite radio, and like as in like when shop chains have their own radio that's just like a playlist interspersed with welcome to shop shopston where you buy shops and shit like that whatever and they just started going it's coming home it's come and i was like oh no it's like getting louder and i'm like oh fucking it's like you just see all the staff just like fucking just just cut just like fucking looking at each other and then just suddenly it's like almost like record scratch just like noise and then there's no music <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I evidently just got to pulled like an ox cable or something. That's fucking funny. But man. I was like, yeah, bro, props to them. Good job. I'm, I'm fucking glad. I, I, yeah, did, indeed, wanna... did not come home that day. No, <clears throat> no. I went home after that. <laughs> yeah, I went home. <laughs> I went home. Oh, um, why are we here today? Yeah, why are we here I've, today I've for this cla- for this classic? Review for the classic cycle. Cron, would you like to announce the classic review that we are going to be reviewing today? 
Yeah, so if you could see things, you would see that it's in the background of Sam's shot. Fucking uh, try hard, Sam. I have owned that record for like eight years. Fuck off. In the background every time. Big sweaty nerd. I think is quite possibly Sam's favorite hip hop record ever. I kind of just want to pick like the low end theory by a tribe called Quest. Yeah, it's fucking. That's that's a funny way to say Three Feet High and Rising by De La Soul. It's I fucking just, up there. That's your favorite. I just want to pick one that's really expensive to get on vinyl just to see whether <laughs> it's actually. Like, oh, I was just down at the record shop the other day and I found a, I found a little, you'll see a copy of this record record. Well known, Jim. I just want to let you know um, Three Feet High and Rising is everyone's favorite hip hop album. They've just not realized it yet. Because I don't want to say everyone that hasn't picked it hasn't listened to it. But like, uh, well, funny thing is, I remember Crow, that was like the one of the first records you got when you got your turntable was. Of course, was I, I don't anyway, know. this is about three feet high and rising. This is about three feet high and rising. Oh Here right, okay. I was gonna say, I'm like, I don't have uh, low end theory. No, but uh, well, funny enough, uh, just as a little side note, uh, I got low end theory on CD back in like 2012, and I also got End of the Thirty Six Chambers on the same day. So I got both of your picks for the classic cycles in a row on the same day on CD. So I'm quite, I'm quite chuffed with your last two classic picks. So yeah, and I, I forgot that. Um, whilst I, th- I think this is probably more of a classic, but my favorite um, Tribe Called Quest album isn't actually this one, and I Bin always get mixed up between the two. But it's Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders is great. See, to I, be I, fair. I, I always remember Tribe Called Quest for asking the age-old question, which is, can I kick it? The answer which is, correct response is, yes, you can. Yeah. Which was, that was on the first <laughs> album. And you can't on this answer. album. Great answer is, yeah. Yes, you yeah. can. Well, Emma kept doing that to me. I was really, I was like, we're just going, can I kick it? Yeah. Yes. No. Can I kick it? <laughs> yes. Can I kick it? No. Can you sleep? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this was their second album. It was right off the back yes. of well, People's Instinctives and the Path of the Rhythm, which was their first record, which was great. To be fair, I, I will say this: I know a lot of people kind of have credence with the sort of last three Tribe records. I think I think uh, Beats Rhymes of Life is pretty great. I think the Love Movement is a bit underrated. Also, the production from Jay Dilla on that is fucking solid. And Cron, I know you weren't as mad on their last record before Five Dog Cord. passed away. I would like yeah, to. Yeah, we got it from here is. I'm I, I'm just trying to remember out of the two. I think because they came around the same sort of time. I think I preferred it to the Anonymous Nobody uh, by De La Soul. Yeah, because we were talking about that. We were like, I liked Anonymous Nobody. I thought some of the features were a bit strange. I like the David Byrne feature because it's David Byrne is David Byrne, and I love talking heads. But like i felt like it was a really good sort of send-off especially because it was like they would they, they were like this is the last one five five yeah. dogs passed away we are this is it for, yeah for tribe, like, done. um tribe called quest and also de la soul and i can't remember who else were all in this sort of kind of pseudo big group thing where it was, was the jungle like brothers or the brand new sorry the what brothers the Jungle Brothers. Okay, you, you kind of cut out there for a moment, and I thought for a second uh, there was like a, a rap group inspired oh. by inspired by the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> inspired by the antics. Let me to you. Inspired by the antics of the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> oh um, dear. But uh, was was there a particular? Did, 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 so because I know you said you get these two mixed up. But did you mean to pick Low End Theory for the classic cycle? 
No, I meant to, I, I meant to pick Chloe in theory, yeah. Do you know what I, I once met a met a gentleman who's called Peter Barry? What? Is it Peter? Which no, it's one. Which one? What's the name of Chuckle Brothers? Is, is, is it Paul? Paul Chuckle and Barry Chuckle. No, sorry, I met somebody who's called Paul Barry. Paul Barry. Fuck First sake. name Paul, last name Barry. He goes by Jesus. Pablo now. That's fair. That's, that's pretty good. That's fair. So, so Crom, what made you want to pick the Lowen theory? Um, because I think it's probably one of one of the best hip hop records uh, that there's ever been. Um, yeah, I think um, it's just like I have a few, quite. I have a few albums where it's like I think of as like classic albums that I end up like I can just put on and listen to, but like. For for whatever reason, like well, I associate some albums with specific things that I would do when I would listen to them all the time. So uh -huh. this and um, a and Midnight Marauders, um, weirdly enough, also listening to Animal Collective too, which is very different. Uh -huh. But is um play, playing Arma Two and specifically daisy mod because that's what i would play all the time um because i would like listen to those going between places because obviously in that in that game you moved between places a lot yeah but, you're just like right away with a whole bag full of loot you're like it's like butter it's like butter no, I, I, it's I, like I, butter i i would actually pause the music whenever i was getting to a bit because it's like oh well, i need to actually listen out for things but like yeah. just waiting for people to show up it's just like yeah, I'm just listening to this. All right. Well, so I'll, I'll go first because it's kind of like Cron literally said. Like this was Cron. I'm pretty sure you were with me when I bought Low End Theory on vinyl. I, I but like I I I listened to it before. Cron is right. This is one of my favorite hip hop records potentially. It's, it's, it's been in and out as my favorite hip hop record. I think the fucking production is immaculate. I think the lyrics are very sort of thought provoking and. Hilarious. Some of them have aged a yeah, bit yeah. like milk with yeah. one particular song I'm thinking of, which <clears throat> I, I even li literally did a little research and looked into it. You can see what they're trying to say, but it came off really fucking eh. Yeah, I think I know what they're trying to say with that specific song, but it, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. I know, it's crazy that they'd have a whole song about Sky Pagers and then that they wouldn't uh, still... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, that also did not age well. I will get to that specifically. <clears throat> But um, fucking, uh, yeah. like, the, the production is fucking record. Q-Tip, I think. Like, don't go, like, Fife is great. They're all on point, but I, well, yeah, they're on point. But, um, fucking, oh, Q-Tip is just <clears throat> one of my favorite rappers of all time, just full stop. I love his flow. I love his lyrics. I just, I love his, I love his rhyming styles as well. He's just, he's just fucking amazing. He's also a good producer as well, but, like, um, yeah, like well, he, he produced, he, like, all the beats. Or at least most of the sort of samples and stuff like that came from like his sort of end, where it's like all these really obscure samples. Yeah, where he was sort of one of the first people to kind of go to like older, like random sort of things, and like that his parents would listen to and sort of make beats out of them. Uh -huh. um, like because I, I I watched the so there is a documentary about all about. Uh, Tribe Called Quest and their sort of comeback because uh, they did split for quite a while they did. because they had quite they they kind of got at them like they got to each other and then also like um they ended up like actually coming back together 
partially because Fife kind of needed money because he was uh, he was diabetic and uh, his health was declining so he kind of really needed to be able to sort of do that and also provide for his family and stuff uh-huh. obviously um yeah um they are like if, if if you listen to a lot of like sort of newer sort of hip-hop artists a lot of people will point to tribe as kind of like a sort of influential figure within their sort of like life growing up and it was kind of like a nice sort of like tribe was a very much an alternative at the time as well to the sort of sort of more like gangster rap leanings of some of the other hip hop artists that were around at the time, like even even necessarily to public enemy, who weren't necessarily gangster rap, but it was more kind of like the sort of the sort of angry they were fighting sort of, the system, sort of. Yeah, fight. whereas like the public enemy was sort of fighting the system, whereas like tribe was kind of like stupid thought, and you could also make an argument they were also about fighting the system and fighting sort of like class inequality. I you know sky pager pages being like a, you know a symbol of status kind of thing. But like it was kind of more of a sort of relaxed view on it, like kind of like what Dela was doing as well at the time. And I don't know, man. Like I, I, we have listened to a lot of records for the podcast, right? Of course, quite a few, right? And I, I have always made like the way my list schedule goes between take. I always try and listen to it at least five times before we go through it, uh, like like three times a week and then set two times depending on when we're recording. But I, I I have listened to this like every day since you picked it because I was like oh I've not listened to this in a long time and I mm. fuck, oh, I just love it, it like it literally I always get really like especially with the beats it just gets me really motivated to go out and do stuff got got through a lot of work listening to low end theory thank you for your service <laughs> thank you for your time Getty uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the scenario what are you thinking I fucking hated it worst album I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, it's not my favorite album. Um, I feel like it has some really good songs in it, mm-hmm. really good tracks, and some kind of filler for me, what felt like filler tracks. But I guess, I, I think it's one of those things that the more you listen to it, the more like bits of other bits of the track that you kind of pick up on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was, yeah, I listened to this maybe 10 times and there were still like tracks that I didn't really stand out quite a lot. And there's a few, you know, we can save the, 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 the thing until later on. The, if you the want. big standout, um, um, glaring possible oopsie. problem with the, the album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want, but that kind of hampered my enjoyment of it a little bit as well. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, overall, yeah, it's pretty cool. The songs that were good, the tracks that were good were really fucking good, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It didn't really grab me in the way that, like, so 36 Chambers or most other hip-hop records that we've... I, you know, I like um, I, I like kind of old hip-hop as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I felt it didn't quite grab me in the way that some of the other ones had. Um, I, 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 I totally get that. And I think... Um, um, I, I can that... see also I can really hear the things that have inspired other um artists as well from the from you know from this. I, I think it's obviously it's quite an influential album as well, which is cool. Um but yeah. That's that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Adam. Yes, it's good. It's a Tranquil Quest album. I also yeah. find it really annoying when it's albums like this, I don't really have much to say on it other than I like this bit, 
I like this bit, and I like this bit. I find a lot of the album flows really well together. Um, obviously, some songs do stick out more than others. Definitely, I could for the life of you tell. Apart from maybe Butter and Sky Pager, um, I couldn't tell you a name of other, any other songs that were on the top of my head. Not Six scenario. Or what about bugging out? You bugging out? No, I could listen to it. Be like, yeah, this is great, but I couldn't think of the name. I also just like the point. I, the last two I, weeks have been a bit of a blur for me. Okay. I just so, realized we missed the opportunity to just drop a great pun there because it's been like, what? <laughs> fuck's sake. The tongues didn't stand out. Oh, fucking missed the, t- missed it. <laughs> missed the golden opportunity. That's what happens when you go on these excursions, Gintley. You're, fuck off. Oh, you're saying that. Yeah, no, um, you're going to find I'm going to talk shite for most of this podcast other than be like, yep. Mm-hmm. I don't have much to say other than like, that's a Tribe Called Quest album. I like Tribe Called Quest. I. I listened to an album expecting Tribe Called Quest. I got a Tribe Called Quest. I have no other thing to input because most likely people that are listening to this album already know Tribe Called Quest and Cron and Sam are definitely going to talk about them constantly so I don't need to add anymore. So basically, you've done my job for me. I could go. I could go. Don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to go, but I could. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just sad that um, the the best Tribe Called Quest song isn't on this album. Is that War Tour? Yes, it's you... a War Tour. No, it's War Can I is... Kick It? It's Can I. Yes. Hey, you guys you 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 stop getting mad when someone doesn't have the same opinion as you. Can I Kick It? Yes. Okay, sure. Why not? I, I want to. Aye. Aye, pal. So, excursions. Possibly my fate. Possibly one of my favorite opening songs to an album ever. Oh, it's so I good. I absolutely love this as an opening song. Oh, the fucking the, the fucking bass, man. Like it's it, like so- it's just the it's the like yeah, it's the bass and then like the like Q-tips like just lyrics going into it. It's just yeah. What's oh god there's like, there's a couple like the, the like a little stick out lines but the one I always think of is uh, I think it's uh chicken. Uh no what was it? It's a uh, can't fall- uh, gotta be together all the time. Can't fall prey to hip hop crime as well. And uh, uh, oh god, beats that are right, beats that are funky, make you hit like a cocaine junkie or something like that. Uh, it's a rap head junkie, like a rap head junkie. I fucking love that. I th- it's fucking so good, man. Like, li- like if if I'm like if I'm like running late or doing something, I put this on. I'm like, right, fucking let's go. I'm gonna fucking do it. Um, you wanna go do cocaine? Not do cocaine. I'm a rap head junkie, Adam. It's just like again, I like the sort of like the little like sort of like I'm gonna say the the horns. Just the you know, I, know, I know we don't normally do this, but you know how we go off track sometimes. Uh oh. So no, we never and, get sidetracked. We're always laser focused when we're doing. I mean, we're technically still talking about music, but have any <laughs> oh. ever seen the video for Baseline Junkie? Oh, the by yes. Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal, yeah. where he threatens to fucking kill a kid because he turns off his speakers. I've never seen yeah. the video of that. No, I, uh, I love I love the backing vocals in that. Or just like, nope, no thanks. Yep. Not today. But there's literally he's literally going door to door with a big speaker, just playing his tunes. And the first door, a kid just turns his speakers off, and he just goes, "What the fuck? What are you doing? 
don't you fucking touch that. I will fucking kill you. Don't touch that fucking shit again. And the mum just comes to the door and he's just like, <laughs> and it cuts into the song again. Visual, visual gag, visual gag. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nothing I, if I, not I, consistent. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'd like, I, 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 again, I think the biggest praise I will give to Tribe is I just, I love, I love the production of it. Again, like, it gets, they, they often get called like a sort of like flagship band in jazz, hip, jazz, is it jazz rap or hip, jazz hip hop? I can't remember. Jazz hop. Jazz hop. I don't jazz know, hop. But like one of the best ones for that's just making me think of uh, Jazzmatazz by uh, Guru, which is such a good album because that's that is jazz infused with hip hop. Fucking sick. Getting excursions, what you reckon? Sorry, right. I don't really have a lot to say about it. Um, the first few times I heard it, I. I was, yeah, I wasn't really that hooked. I, I felt like when I was listening to the album, for me, it doesn't kind of pick up until a bit later on. Oh, it's, really? Yeah, it just wasn't kind of my vibe, this one. I'm sorry, I know you fucking like it as well, but yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, it just wasn't my vibe. Just, yeah. What about vibes and stuff? Was that your vibe? <laughs> vibes and stuff was very much my vibe, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> for later. Adam Excursions? Thumbs up. Thumbs up from Adam. Visual! Response! Right. <laughs> I I'm can't fucking rest. see you, man! Alright, I've unmuted my mic now, so... I've got that excursion. Please! Fucking stop! It was a very good, good song. It was a bit quiet. I thought it was quite tame to start off, but, you know, it was good. It's got a point. Like, I think this is, I think this is the thing as well. I think... Like... By the, I think, by the way, I don't know if you mean it in this way, but this album is mixed very quiet compared to a lot of newer songs. I would say it definitely is as well. Um, one thing that's with, kind of a trend with older. Is this hip-hop. pre pre loudness war? I don't know. Actually, yeah, probably it's I probably it probably pre loudness war. Ninety one for this. Um, thirty six chambers was ninety three, and thirty six chambers was a fucking quiet mix as well. Um, one of the things I really liked with with uh, like I think that's another thing with tribe and. I think it is kind of. I think cause, because, like, I'd, I think because I got the uh, Three Feet High Rising as well, it was. Um, I think because Tribe is kind of like a sort of more laid back approach and less in your face, like a lot of. Uh, like, like for, for fuck's sake, let's use Kron's previous uh, pick as an example for classics. Bring the Ruckus is literally fucking. Bring the motherfucking Ruckus. Bring yeah, the motherfucking right off the bat. Fucking right off the bat. Yeah. I don't Whereas know. Like, I think it hooked me straight away. Bring, bring the ruckus. I was like, it did. Okay, it did. okay. The, there, there is some ruckus. The ruckus is here. Yeah. So let's see, let's see where this goes. Whereas, like, I feel like that's kind of like it just puts you right swing thing. Whereas, I, I like excursions. Kind of, you're kind of just getting like, what's the word? Um, you just kind of like slowly sort of sinking into it as it kind of like kind of washes over you, which is what I really, which is. I, I kind of like it. I just kind of sit there and I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. And then, and then right after excursions, we get bugging out. Which I love the way that the songs go into the next songs on this. Um, so streaming services kind of ruin that uh, because they're, they're not gapless. And I yeah. don't know why. Um, but like 
the yeah this so the songs in this album do like when you hear sound uh, them sounding like they're gonna go into the next song and they kind of do when it comes to it there's a bit of a gap between when it loads the next song so it kind of ruins that a little bit but but the the bass line oh, oh the bass like, line specifically is on That's a fucking... double bass that is that is sassy. Sounds like. That is a fucking that is a sassy baseline. I like it. Yeah, I never half a step because I'm not a half stepper. I drink a lot of soda, so they call me Doctor Pepper. Just uh, I I always nah. related to that because Doctor Pepper was my favorite drink for a long time, <laughs> and that's all I would drink in high school. I remember also, it having my mind kind of blown when I was an adult. And I tried rum and coke, and I was like, oh, Dr. Pepper is just yeah. rum and coke without the alcohol. I always see <laughs> it as tasting like flat see Dr. That, Pepper. See, that's yeah. weird, because I love rum and coke, and I fucking hate Dr. Pepper. Uh, Dr. Pepper oh, wait, is, sorry, like a, no, is sorry. much sweeter than... No, not rum and coke, sorry. Disarono. and coke tastes a lot more like it. Oh, Disarono and coke is great. Yeah, it tastes. It does taste like flat Dr. Pepper, but it tastes almost exactly the same. Aye. Like, uh, hey, do you guys want to hear how I died? Sorry, I got to the right please part. <laughs> okay, how did you die? Please. Um, two weeks ago, I went out for drinks, and I got, I got blackout drunk. Were you bugging nice. out? Huh? Were you bugging, I out? bugging out? I was bugging out. <laughs> Is this why the last two weeks have been a blur to you, Adam? No, he's um, been bugging out the whole time. Yeah, no, the last two weeks have been a blur a two to week me. Long hangover. Mm-hmm. The last two weeks have been a blur to me is because I don't want to talk about it on a live podcast. I don't think that's professional. <laughs> so, um, that's fair enough. No, but um, I got blackout drunk because I, I went to the bar and the first thing I did was I went, can I get a dead man's finger and rum? Uh, Coke, sorry. Dead man's finger is a pineapple rum, which is very tasty. But I also got a shot of tequila. And I thought, I said, I'm going to have one tequila to catch up because I'm a bit late. And I will not drink any more shots. <laughs> Apparently, people had to take drinks off me because one folk just kept getting me drinks, which is very kind of them. And I just want to say, the people who I work with and listen to this podcast, thank you. We thank do not you. Complete... binge drinking on this podcast. No, we don't. Although I did have a conversation with somebody who was asking how old they were when we started drinking, and they were just like, <laughs> or, I was like are, are, are all Scottish children. Are Welcome Scottish, to Scotland. They're all Scottish children, just raging alcoholics. Yes. 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 <laughs> Apart from me and Sam. Mm. Yeah. Although I drank, uh, like I drank before Sam, but it was like yeah. at, oh, like, I have a, I have a very like, <laughs> and then Sam was like, I remember being surprised when I heard Sam got drunk for the first time. No, no, I remember Sam. Sam <laughs> I was Sam, like, I don't believe it. I don't Sam, believe that. Yeah, Sam, Sam phoned me when he. It was really weird, but no, I have, I have, I have two vivid memories of that. uh, Memory of uh, you specifically, Cron, when you were a, well, not a bit, not a child, but um, so a um, young laddie, a young laddie, and this is um, your favorite story about me getting drunk. It's, it's just, I know exactly what it's gonna be. You got, you got (laughs) really like you started playing JoJo music and got really into the fact that Roundabout was playing and explaining why Roundabout was awesome. And I don't remember you weren't making any coherent sense. Yeah, I don't remember one word you said. Yes, and then, (laughs) um, about an hour later, I came through to see. I came through and I'm like, "You all right?" And you, you, you did throw up. 
but you thought it was a really good idea to cover your mouth with your hands. I was trying to get to the toilet at the time, oh, no. but I didn't manage <laughs> to get to the toilet. It's like a shotgun on the wall. It was one of you guys. One of you guys there at the time. The the same friend we were talking about earlier with, with the shop radio. It's coming home thing. Uh-huh. Um, was so basically uh, is at my house. Uh, it obviously drunk too much. It was uh, you know being sick in the toilet. And not being particularly accurate with his... Uh, should I tell the story of the podcast? Yeah, it's fine. We'll just leave his name out. <laughs> uh, don't, even if you gave his name, I don't think he would really... Uh, but, okay, well, you can cut this later if you want. Um, yeah, so I don't know if like, Jenga with his unconscious body. So I was like, I mean, we'll just pretend it's Adam. It's not Adam, but we'll pretend it's Adam. No, I was don't like, pretend it's me. I was like, Adam, <laughs> get your fucking head closer to the toilet bowl. You're you're missing. You're missing that. I don't want to fucking clean this shit up. Shall we just have? No, we'll have a proxy name be Steve. Steve. Okay, Steve. Get just fucking try and aim better, right? And he's like, he's like, oh fuck you, get a. I, I know how if he's sick. I'm not gonna. And then just throws up all <laughs> up the wall, like literally all the way up the wall. And he's like, oh fuck, sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could have gone either way. He could have gone, oh, I've done it now. But he was just like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I remember we went out for his, I remember we went out for Steve's birthday. Steve's birthday. Uh, and um, I was like, right, I'm going to That's also there. his de- default name for people as well. Yeah. Which is quite funny. <laughs> Fucking Steve. No, I just remember one time where he's like, uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, um, Steve, I guess. And it's like, yeah, that guy's name is actually Steve. Yeah, that was, that was, that was funny. So. Or like, are you okay, dude? He's like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. So I was like, well, you have the rest of your birthday. I'm gonna go home. And he was like, he, he was, he went to get a chippy and tried to sober himself up. And then afterward, after I got home, got my jammies, and then I heard a tap on my window because my window was like a bottom floor flat. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, Steve, what are you doing here? He's like, Sam, I'm not gonna make it on the road. Can I, can I please sleep on your couch? I'm not gonna make it. And I said, all right, buddy, no worries. So I got, I got, I got up the, I got the duvet and I talked to Ben. I said, like, all right, buddy, no worries. And I had to get up for work. And I woke up. I was like, hey, man, you want coffee? He's like, yeah, man. Thanks. Coffee. <laughs> and then we, went and got, then we got a breakfast, a full breakfast together in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. I mean, I feel like we've all got plenty of Steve's <laughs> Steve stories, actually. <laughs> I've got so many Steve. I remember, I remember, we, I remember we, went, we used to go to Ed's Diner for milkshakes and shit food. And we were coming home once. And I'm pretty sure Cronley derailed the car because he was doing his best impression of Blaze Budman, FBI, explaining why it's not okay to smoke bees or fuck bees. It was, just, it was literally out of nowhere. Bees? Yeah. Uh, I, think a moment, I think a moment to scan there for a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will remember that conversation till the day I die. <laughs> right. Rap promoter. <laughs> oh, just the like the way this comes in. It's oh. just like that that little I don't even know what to call that sound. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah. And then it continues the the oh, bass it's just, line. Um, it's just string scratching on a guitar, right? Thanks, yeah, um, I think so. It's like it's like so Wait, it'll, be, it'll be a sampled one, I think. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Oh, if it's a sample, that's almost certainly that's the opening of Voodoo, Voodoo Child, right? Right? Probably. Probably. Right? But, oh, anyway. I, like, I kind of like that, you know, it's a, be, be wary of sort of shady rap promoters that just want to fuck you over. 
Oh yeah, it's a cool song. Um, yeah. I'm leaving. Let me tell you, I'm leaving. It's great. It's good shit. It's yeah, good I mean, shit. it's like super relatable as well. Yeah, I was gonna say for you specifically, I can imagine. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> oh man. But wait till we get to the business. Oh. Uh, <laughs> fucking woof. So there'll, oh, be bit, there'll be bits of the whole album that I'll remember. One of the things I do consistently remember being like is just potting around my work going, I'm leaving. I'm not leaving my work, <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm leaving. She's <laughs> also got one of the weirdest like combinations for a craving it's like it just he wants chicken and orange juice okay yeah <laughs> like for it, okay Jeff. that's Age-old random combo. but okay <laughs> that chicken and orange juice for dinner well i mean oh. are you counting um iron brew as orange juice it is juice and it is orange yeah i mean no I, yeah i had a chicken and chorizo sandwich spinach and homemade bread Ooh, that sounds very nice. Did you have some butter on that? Yeah. Uh... Oh. Right, come on. Like, get it. I don't, I, butter. What do you think of butter? Sam, Sam, if you were a gun, I'd put you in the bin. All right. Thank you, I guess. But, but butter. 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 I think butter might be one of my favorite instrumentations of the whole track. That's like, cool. Like, yeah, I feel like it's a weird like subject matter, but like I do really, I like, I really like the song. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I like, yeah, uh, I really like the hook. Is very well. strange. It's like it's... butter. It's like butter, baby. It's like butter. Hook's, hook's very Strictly like butter. like wispy as well. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's a cool song. What's, what's, the cool sub- what's the subject matter? Um, is it about like being rich and like people that kind of see you differently now that you have money or something like that right i think it was like five talking about how he's yeah that as well but then five kind of talking about how he's like kind of a, a player and then he gets screwed over by the one called flow and then he's like it's fine i'll bounce back because i'm smooth like butter at least that was part of vibes for us um but like i'd like i get i, I prefer think... i prefer the bts version of this song the what <laughs> no there's just no there's just a bts song <laughs> called butter is there yeah <laughs> Uh, it's honestly extremely different to this literally song, by the way. One, um, one of the most cheesy pop songs I've ever heard in my entire life as well are, are BTS yeah. a K-pop band? sounds yeah. like there's too much sugar yeah. in that bar too, too sugary sweet fuck off one of their members is called Sugar by the way um, oh okay uh, no like that's that's kind of when it got to the point where they started like making their main hit songs in english and it doesn't sound right because it sounds like they've tried like it i really actually have nothing like... to say about bts Sorry. <laughs> i just have one thing about it it's just it not that annoys me is <laughs> that um yeah that, they realized like, that there's a lot of western interest to... in k-pop yeah. so they're and they went more the to market, like um what what you call it style uh the the guy who's really popular that does like older eras of music in like each of his albums where it's like an era then another era i can't remember what it's called bruno mars oh yeah uh they sound so much like they're trying to emulate his style and i'm like uh, it just doesn't work they not at least for me it doesn't work they, man they can't fucking write a smoking out the window i mean i know that was him and Anderson pack but come on <laughs> come on now 
boys. Boy, Bruno, Bruno Mars has, uh, has got some talent. Bro- By the way, you know BTS don't write any of their own songs, right? No, I'm surprised at that. I like Halsey then. Halsey wrote a couple of their own songs. <laughs> you're the one that brought it up and you're sticking up for her. <laughs> I think it's mostly because, like, in English, they don't write them as much, but... Verses from the abstract. I f- this was my this favorite is, track this for the is longest. Cool. This is, for me, for this is where I was like, okay, I like this album. And on and on and on. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 like, that sort of, like, sort of, like, backing vocal is just amazing. And again, like... They call out Buster Rhymes, can they? Yeah, they call Buster <laughs> Rhymes. Like, oh, my friend, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> is in the house... They like, laugh. They in the house. I don't. Where's this come from, by the way? I don't hate Buster Rhymes. It's when you were talking about not like. I know. It's like it's when we were talking about Wiz Wizzy. You give it to me. I give it to you as long as you want. I don't. I was just. I was just saying that. The, yeah, when Buster Rhymes does the thing where he's being really fast for the sake of being really fast, and it's like impressive, and I'm like, it's not impressive. I remember like, Buster Rhymes being, being like a him, villain man. you had to fight in Def yeah. Jam Fight for New York. <laughs> yeah, we kind of say we we don't talk about Def Jam Fight for New York enough. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this is the only time we can really mention it. What? As crow? As crow? Yeah. So the main. So I don't know. Have you heard of Def Jam Fight for New York, Gennady? Yeah, yeah, you guys talk about it quite a lot. Yeah, it's it is a it is a fighting game starring hip hop artists, and then fight for New York, the main Jam. villain is Snoop Dogg, dressed as the the most pimpiest pimp you've ever seen, and he's called Crow. So Snoop Dogg dressed as Snoop Dogg, then. Yeah. yeah. Also, the guy that plays Demob is lot, lot the, guy, also the guy that plays Demob, the kind of like your sort of like leader of your gag, is the guy that voices Kratos. Oh, <laughs> judge, but. But, oh, uh, Teal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fucking nice. But bless, though. Fucking <sighs> oh, bless. Bless fucking sucks. Also, I've just remembered, because you mentioned Snoop Dogg there. Do you guys remember the brief period of time where Snoop Dogg was Snoop Lion? Yep. It didn't last very long. But I think he got... And he did really... lots of Rasta stuff. I think he got <laughs> really stoned and really bored and changed his name. When hasn't he been really stoned? I mean, he was just really stoned this time. Did you, did you see that article where Snoop Dogg fucking... Because you know how Snoop streams on Twitch, right? Sorry, what? No, Snoop Dogg streams on Twitch, right? I don't he'll know He'll play Madden or some shit. No, the yeah. Snoop Dogg stream was on mute for the entire week because he was getting pissed off at chat, so he put on emo only, and chat was trying to tell him he was on mute, but he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Snoop Dogg, the most kill motherfucker you've ever seen, is getting annoyed at trolls on Twitch. Like, the chat was like, dude, your mic's off, but he just wasn't fucking getting it. He just played that all week, and his pal had to go around and do it for him. <laughs> his, pal, his fucking ass like, Snoop, man, you gotta... Oh, that's I mean, fucking yeah, like, so like, funny. Like... Yeah, oh, I should things, say. Like, things like that happen all the time in show business. In the business. So just oh. last little little thing about Def Jam Fight for New York. The best thing that game ever did, it has a rage mode. And when you do the rage mode, the any character lets out a scream, like a violent, like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. And when you play his favorite Flav, Flavor Flav, Shouts, yeah, boy! Because he's Flavor Flav, he has to. It's the rule. 
Just, he's the hype boy. man. It's, yeah. it's, that's the show business. That is the show business. Yeah, I, I fucking love. I fucking love show business. Oh man, business. how good's this song? Yeah, the beat, the the beat's the fucking business. incredible. <laughs> the, the business, the, the, the beat's incredible. The fucking, the fucking verses, the the chorus is great. The whole message of just don't let like, fuck like show business is not as fucking nice as it seems. Makes it's just dogs pro scare. <laughs> is this is the intro? What? I don't think it is. It just sounds like a song that. Would... Oh, it does. So, yeah. Like, don't yeah. Yeah. Sit... Wait, in it. Can I kick it? Is in Tony yeah, Hawk? Yeah, I know. So I remember. It, I remember playing the remake. But like, you're like, ah. But like, fucking uh, an award tour was in Skate or Die. <laughs> um, or the Thrasher game. I can't remember. But fucking show business is amazing. Again, this is uh, this was a standout track. This is one that's kind of grown on me since I've re-listened it for the podcast. This was this is one of my top songs in the whole fucking album. Like, it's in the top three, at least. Um, again, I'm, I, can't, I can't say without being like, I mean, but like, Fife and Q-Tip are both on point, and it's fucking great. For some reason, all we, or at least for the past few days, more soup with Jamil has been stuck in my head, and I don't know why. It's it's just one of those things that just kind of just gets in it's there. Like, it's weird, and I don't get why, but like, okay... <laughs> Oh man, but just like even like the kind of like sounds like a straight like the it's like a weird like sort of reverby echoey effect on the string, like I think it's a guitar. And, like, oh, you know, no, the I know the thing you mean. I don't, I never thought don't know it. what the fuck that is, but it's fu- it sounds fucking sick. <laughs> um, and then we get like uh, fucking one of uh, first of all, anyone want to say anything else about show business? That's probably a guitar. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean like, uh, vibes and stuff. Oh, vibes and stuff's great. Yeah, man. I, I love that there's just the bit where he's just giving shout-outs to all the people that got vibes. Yeah, man. Brand new bins as well. well though, I, don't, I don't know what to call really it. Other it's either, I either think it's the game show buzzer effect or when the lift opens or stops at a floor. The bing! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. It's great. Let's think of the holidays. That's cool, though. This is this is one of my favorite, just like sort of downtime tracks. Where I'm just chilling, just like having a wee break. I'm just like ah, there we go. Having a wee Kit Kat and just be like, yeah. <laughs> but again, it's Other like kind of brands are available. Available. Yeah, they are. But um, I just love the kind of like the sort of like the breaking of like the sort of like the wee sort of like change the instrumentation when you get to the chorus. It's just great. You get that little like noodling on the guitar. It just sounds nice. Oh, the chorus, yeah, the hook's really nice. And then you... Wow, that is a hook. Yeah. <laughs> The bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, should we? If if anyone's got anything else to say, can we get into the fucking clearly the worst track on the album? We, we could just call it the infamous infamous song. The infamous yeah. song. The infamous song. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, it's fucking bizarre. What like, the fuck? Pa- it starts off like, okay, cool. This is like an educational piece to their, you know. To, to people out there that might listen to hip hop that don't realize that some of the things that they're doing are pushing, like yeah, kind of buying into the machismo, the bravado of the whole thing a bit too much. And then the second half, what the actual fuck? Could you? Yeah. Is it just normal to say that kind of shit in 1991? Like, apparently, like, felt like I, they, the second half, they need to just listen to the first half of the album, uh, the song again. Uh, I find it so weird shit. because it's like there are other. There are other songs on the album specifically where, like, they talk about, like, um, like, 
talking about like needing to be together to fight as and for equality yeah and then it's like oh yeah and then there's this like oh man like the last literally the last like i don't know minute of this is the most like unbelievably misogynistic i i do from what i remember i'm pretty sure it's like fife is the worst for it in this oh god because i feel like q-tip is at least trying but like fife just doesn't it. it could be that the, 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 that tribe have different viewpoints on it. So maybe like no, I mean, Q- so, literally, for one of a better words, it sounds like somebody is like admitting to having assaulted somebody, and yeah. then or at the to, very like, yeah, or at the it. very least, victim blaming. Yeah, yeah. And then you got fucking the weird, the weird, like the sort of ambit with Tim where you're like, okay, he's he's not gonna, he's like, yeah, but like, but, you know, you know what? like his his only thought in his head is like, you're not gonna, he's she's not just because just because it's that time. Do you know, do you know this? Is not gonna, yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Really? Oh, did, did yeah. you really have to say that? Like, do you know, you know uh, there are two songs I think are so bad for that. What is blurred lines? Yeah. <laughs> Right, that is a Which fucking is, horrific, yeah. and that really annoys me because I used to yeah. fucking love Pharrell. Um, and the absolute worst one is "Blame It On Me" by Akon. <laughs> oh, I'm sad, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, there's so I'm he sorry. literally talks me. about hooking up. You did the you did the South Park thing, the when there's the oil spill and it's like BP, and they're like, We're basically, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, yeah, but. <laughs> Akon literally the last he talks about apologizing to his fans, his friends, his girlfriend, his mum, I'm pretty sure. And the last part of the song is him revealing that he hooked up with an underage girl at a club and being like, How was I meant to know she was underage? Because I love my fans, I'll take that blame. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is no- like, honestly, go listen to it. It's so horrible when you think about it. Oh, it's bad, man. And, like, but guys, check the right. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into an actually good song. Before we move on, right? On that note, though, I did find that this song existing kind of tainted my enjoyment. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's the one, like, like no why do you have to do this because i love the rest of the album i feel like i feel like when you're listening to hip-hop and there's like a lot of content in it you kind of you want to you want to feel like you kind of trust the people that are doing the the rapping and not this this is one of those things that i've noticed like with hip-hop stuff is like when when you grow up listening to like so when you're younger you and you don't know as much about like these sorts of things you uh, you don't realize how bad some of that stuff can be <laughs> and then when you start actually learning it especially from the other perspective of where it would come from is like yeah it's like oh no now i really don't like that song anymore but i'm really oh, oh. conflicted because i like like other stuff that they've done yeah but like it's like really are you talking about this possibly having happened like i think it's it I almost think it's, sounding to the point where it's like oh yeah it possibly happened i mean it really sounds like they're talking about a specific yeah. incident that yeah because it's yeah. like almost like it's end. from well, experience the thing, like, oh, i think that, that that makes it even more difficult as well because like see when you the, remember the whole shit that happened with michael jackson all the allegations he had and like the only thing you can take solace in is obviously that's content that has nothing to do they separate the, the art from the artist. Yeah. yeah, but he's literally put <laughs> they put something they've done into their art. It's very 
Yeah. Mm. I've, I mean, I've also, got one also, very right, specific t- one. Tell anyone that, that says to you separate the art from the artist to go and listen to Lost Prophets, right? You just fucking <laughs> can't. It's like, for for me, it's also like, I, like where I can't do that with... So, uh, so uh, for me, it's Brockhampton, where uh, Amir oh. got kicked out of the, uh, the band because... Uh, at least two women um, came forward and said that he was horribly abusive to them and also like sexually abusive to them. Uh-huh. But also, like after that, it also came out that he tried to rob one of the other members of the band, and that makes me feel even worse about it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, even before then, I was like, no, I don't want really want to like hear any of his the- part of it or anything like that. But uh-huh. I still absolutely love Brockhampton. They've also just brought out a new album, which makes me sad because one, they they broke up before it, and also two, it's mostly a Kevin Abstract album with like some Kev. of the other members. And as a Kevin Abstract album, I really hope he starts going in that direction because I love the way that it sounds and yeah, it's great. But when I started realizing that this is talking about like the reasons why the band broke up and all that sort of thing and i'm like yeah i'm not i like it makes me feel bad about it because i'm like i feel like sometimes it almost feels like the some of the other members got they like really hard done by in these sorts of things and it's yeah like, yeah no it fucking sucks man like um i, I agree with you with this i remember liking the song like the infamous uh, a lot more when I was younger, and I, I think I just wasn't listening. To I liked, I liked this kind of like the sort of brooding beat, yeah. And it was kind of like, uh... but then you think in context when you grow up and you re-listen to it, you're like, this is fucking stupid. It's like this is so misguided and be, yeah. and is, <coughs> and is nope. kind of dated as fuck, mm. and was probably dated when it came out at the time as well. I, 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 think, I, I think it's, I think an individual is incredibly dangerous if they're deluding themselves to excuse their actions. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? That is uh-huh. absurd. There is no excuse for it. I think I, I apparently quite famously say a lot, actually. Apparently I get quoted on it quite a lot. Is um, There's always an excla- explanation for somebody's behavior, whether it's like how they were feeling, um, the, the, the year it was. There was never an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So check the rhyme. Also, yeah, check the rhyme. <laughs> oh, check the rhyme. This so is another one good. that has a really <laughs> good. Like, this is, this is my favorite track on the album, and it's a real shame that like track eight on the I album know. exists because track seven and nine are my two favorite albums, and then that one splits them. <sighs> um, check oh, the check the rhyme. So fucking good. I love it. It's, yeah, it's three. You're, it's you're like, point, Giddy. I mean, I'm starting to doubt myself. It's a saxophone, right? think so you're on point guinea guinea you should know about the horns horns it's a horn of some kind probably you're on point guinea i don't i don't know are you cue me up all the time whatever cheddar rhymes cool it's... i like cheddar rhymes my favorite track of the album like again you're on point tip on time five my mom's got that in a t-shirt you're on point tip all the time five See, it's this is one of the ones that like because this goes so the opening line goes back to the start of the album, so excursions, but it yeah. slightly changes it, and it always messes me up when I sing along to it. <laughs> back, yeah, back in the days before I was a teenager. Yeah, 
Oh, I and think then, this is... Yeah, and then... The, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. But, like, I love the opening lines. Oh, it's so good. It's so fuck. Check the Rhyme's fucking great. I love Check the Rhyme. Adam, what do you think I of Check the Rhyme? Yeah, it was good. I thought it was pretty good, but I didn't think it was as good as Everything is Fair, which is right after this. Oh, yeah, no, I love the way they when go. When you're living in the everything. city! Yeah. <laughs> that fucking chorus is great. But as a, my thing is, Check the Rhyme's like, yeah, Check the Rhyme's good, but I prefer Everything is Fair. I, I don't prefer everything's fair. I, I was kind of not all that into it. So that was the opposite. I was that into Check the Rhyme. Ah. I, I, I love everything is fair. I love the bit where they kind of like uh, turn, turn, they turn the instrumentation down and while, while Tip's driving the second verse, they just push the volume up on it and then uh, you get the, the machine gun fire. That's all you heard. It's great. I like, I like the playful use of like making like a sort of like literally example the machine gun to bring the, uh, the song to a stop and then kick into the chorus it's great oh, it's so good fucking love it yeah Chrome, what do you think of everything's fair I, I i really i so i really like the way that it links i, I don't it, see it doesn't link but to me it does i don't know why like to the previous song where it, it just sort of hard stops goes straight into uh, like the way that everything is fair starts um yeah, I, I've just always really enjoyed sort of the way that that happens in this and just like the intro and all that sort of thing. Um, and then like also the way that it fades out and goes into We Got The Jazz. Which, or oh, Jazz We Got, but... Jazz. We've we got... got the jazz. We got... That, this this might be my favourite track. I it's, fucking... I, it's like, it's between two and this is one of my favourite. Yeah, it's my um, favourite track is We Got Jazz. Th- this is apparently the poster track for uh, jazz rap. Funny enough, <laughs> it's just like I love the sort of you're not as mad on it, are you? Gonna... What's that? You're not as mad because I can see you look like you're going to the mic going like. I was gonna say it's not that, it's not that jazzy. Uh, I think, I but I think it's kind of like it's like this. It, I don't think it's necessarily. I don't. I don't care. Idea. I, I just like it. <laughs> it's a cool song. Yeah, yeah. But like, if it wasn't called jazz, I wouldn't have thought. I, I think any... it's maybe. Yeah, I think it's maybe more. <laughs> Rather I'd say than check the, the rhymes way more jazzy yeah. than, than this. Yeah, I think maybe less so the actual like instrumentation, more like the style is a bit more like um sort of lounge jazzy. Like in style, not in instrumentation. I just love that like singular keyboard note in the back of the instrumentation that they just kind of they have like the it's just I I like I just like that as kind of like as a sort of mood set or as a mood tone for the background of the like what the, the metallic drum. bonk. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's great, man. I fucking love it. It's so fucking good. The uh, little bit of saxophone is kind of cool. The little high up bit of saxophone. Yeah. 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 All right, so the other super dated song, then Skyfish. <laughs> Nobody's got fucking pages anymore. I get it. The time is like a sort of a, also, a page of being a symbol of status. I have one very specific thing that I find really annoying, and it's when uh, about this song, with when Fife says. The S in Sky Page really stands for sex. And I'm like, what? So it's Sex Sky Pager. Sex Sky Pager? Yeah, what the f- What? <laughs> what? I, yeah, like, I like I, Sky Pager. I'm not super crazy on Sky It's Pager. like such a weird niche because there's probably only about two years that people were using Pagers for, like, personal things, right? Yeah, it's, it's like at their era for specifically texting. 
Yeah, it was like literally te- yeah, it's text messaging. But I do like so something that they do on this that is much more prominent in Midnight Marauders is the the sort of sampling of the Sky Painter dial thing. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Though. Um, which I really like the 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 playing around with doing that, which happen like I said happens a lot more on Midnight Marauders. Yeah, there's not a lot of weird like chopping and changing samples and stuff in this this album that much, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of a bit more of a coherent style with like yeah. the bass lines yeah. and stuff like that. And it does have some samples and stuff like that, but it's not as playful around with it as other albums can be. Also, the 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 uh, the line that always I always remember for this song is is the the batteries I use are called Duracell. They they last me three weeks, so they do me well. <laughs> so yeah. weird. They yeah. mentioned that they mentioned Energizer on this album. As yeah, well, I'm like an Energizer because I last long. Yeah, <laughs> getting all fun. the all the battery product placement. Out it's there. it's like okay, why are you rapping about batteries? But all right. <laughs> um, fucking. So try they do what they want. What? <clears throat> what? Oh, f- <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> What? what's great man i really like what is a track i think it's quite fun what's mama sound without papa sound hey, what, what's crying it? without daniel sound i don't know a fan of it like, I, I, get, I get it i get it but i think it's like for me i get what they're trying to do and I'm a reference to it. straight to hell by the clash immediately followed by a reference to karate kid that's pretty fun i'm here for that yeah that ending's cool though because yeah, the first time what, fucking scared what, the crap what, out of me. what there's like what <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and then going into my favorite song on the album, um, which I, I, I so I I forgot I forgot that um, Buster Rhymes was on this album. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's right at the end of the scenario. I should go to the scenario then. Yes, because it's my the fucking the Majeure Dungeon Dragon Sam the fucking um what do you call it? Yeah, wow, wow, like a dungeon dragon. Yeah, sample this song. Yeah, man, fucking scenario's fucking great. This is a, this is one yeah. of my favorite closers to a record. It's so fucking good. This is cool. Yeah, the the Buster Rhymes feature is like unhinged and massive. Oh, great! It's and I love so it. good. Yeah. Oh my god! It's just like oh it's like barely. Yeah. It's, it's oh like he's been like electrocuted or something, or like shaking him. On, oh my god! It's like he's being <laughs> someone's like really aggressively shaking him, and he's like, I, I, I just, I just <laughs> so, so just like he's sitting in a in a leather chair, and someone's underneath it just stabbing him with a cattle prod in the nuts. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, See, th- this is something that like, um, so. This links into a couple things I have where, like, so this is possibly one of my favorite album artworks ever of any album. I just really love the simplicity of this album cover. Oh, no, it's great. Yeah, it's like, so this also goes into another one, which was one done with, uh, I can't remember if it was all of Tribe, but it was at least Q Tip and Busta Rhymes. In a in a, oh, I can't. Uh, it's like Abstract Dragon. It's it's such a good album, Ugh. and it, ha- it it has the same sort of style, but with a dragon head on the album cover. But it's just, a, I really like the album. Sick man, and uh, it's also- it's filled with like samples of them, uh, 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 with like them just in the studio. Yeah, it's Buster Rhymes and Q Tips album. Called the Abstract Dragon, but uh, like 
it's really good and like it there's like it has little skits and stuff like that that were like um like q-tip is messing around with buster rhymes in the studio and like he gets really pissed off because he's like turned off the sound in his headphones and he's or no he he turned off the sound for his uh, for buster rhymes um like for him doing his uh like putting down his lyrics he's like why are you like getting annoyed and saying like why are you messing around with me and all you can hear is q-tip just laughing so much in the background it's like um did, like like they they always seem like they got on like all the time like oh, like yeah. Tip and Buster have worked together for fucking years. Um, but like who, who's the who's the feature before uh, before Buster rhymes because it's not Five and it's not Q Tip. Um, and uh, it's the, you know East Coast stomping rapping North New York New York North Kakalaka and Compton. <laughs> it's fucking great. His his verse is fucking amazing. I fucking it's so good. Sorry, oh, I'm, I'm just hearing like, oh my Adam's, gosh uh, part and then I think of oh my god. I'm watching yeah. Adam's like uh, microphone like wave to see if it's picking up and me <laughs> jumping away on chocolate. Oh, I'll hear <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Uh, right, well, yeah, that was an album. I, I fucking, I, I stand step by that, man. That's one of my favorite hip-hop records. I, it's cool. Accords. <laughs> Of course, cool. I'm still trying to figure. I oh. I honestly don't know why. I th- so I just I remembered. So anytime well, Q-tip gets mentioned about... as well, I I always think of this song, which is um, "Keep It Moving" by um High Tech. <laughs> yeah, because Q-tip's on the track. It's great. So um, so from uh, so the. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to figure out. So this was so the actual uh, group that I was thinking about was uh, the Native Tongues, which is Jungle Brothers, uh, De La Soul, and a tribe called Quest. Yeah, but then yeah. they also uh, joined up with Le- uh, so Leaders of the New School was a group that um, uh, the Buster Rhymes was in as well. Oh, nice. Cool. Okay, so rankings then. Oh, Christ, I don't actually know how I'd push this. I mean, Demon Days number one. I, oh, I might. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give it to Low End Theory. Number one for me, Low End Theory over Demon Days. I think if, if you pick Plastic Beach, Plastic Beach would have been over Low End Theory. But like again, I fucking despite that fucking one song, I would. I just. I just fucking. I love tribe and tribe kind of really set me on the path of just searching out for a lot of hip-hop in my life see, see my argument for trying to beat demon days is that well dirty harry's on there is like okay well this album's also really good ah yes but you also forget that demon days has uh feel good ink i'm like okay right this is not really <laughs> budging uh, there is it it's got dare on it it's got you know it's, well no sorry you mean dead. dead it's dead Ooh. it's dead <laughs> <laughs> What was it you said last week? Is it cheese is not hereditary? Oh, I have some notes for this week's podcast as well, but I took significantly less. I didn't want it to take up that. Oh much well, let's time. let's hang fire. Let's hang fire until after we've oh. done all of the actual parts. Okay, I can probably guess my uh, ranking is probably is the same as Sam's. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah my, mine's the same as Adam's. So 50-50 split so far. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. 
interesting so we'll see what Ad- Adam's uh, yeah so is it Adam who's up next then Adam. Right, I, what have I, you brought to the table for classics week I just want to actually confirm our criteria for what constitutes a classic as oh. to not upset Ginty so can you give us a re- like what constitutes a classic Ginty like literally just widely accepted to be a classic I, I, it's like <laughs> you know if it's considered a flash a watermark album in its respective genre, sure, you, you know there's that you know there's that saying, right, that there's no such thing as a fish because there's no like agreed upon scientific criteria as to what makes something a fish as opposed uh-huh. to some other aquatic animal, right? Right. Uh, except if you look at like you know, you, you talk about fish. You're like, oh yeah, okay. So like, you could, salmon. You could... That's a fish. That's definitely a fish, right? right? But then if you start, if you start to go like, oh, like you know, electric eel, maybe not, right? Yeah, maybe not. So just don't like, pick an electric eel. Pick like, like a fucking haddock or salmon, right? But I get it. You could make the you like you people could make the argument that Demon Days isn't a classic because you could people could make that argument. I would disagree. I think it's a classic of that decade. Yeah, but pe- um, people can make up an argument about anything. The, f- the fact that people are willing to make up an argument is them willing to make a point that they're actually they could potentially be wrong about something. Yeah. So what's your what what what's your, <laughs> what's your pick? Right. So, I am going to pick, and this is. I believe this is a classic album because it was in every oh, fucking no. magazine oh, on no. Q and NME for fucking oh, I think ages. I, I think it always picked And it's one of the only fucking five records that I have. Records. If you just give me two seconds. Oh, I think I know what he's picked and I'm quite excited if it is what he's picked. Uh, if it's what I think it is, it was uh, .mu's favourite album. <laughs> don't guess. Well, Sam's not allowed to guess. So well, because I know what records he owns. Well, obviously, going to pick. I think I maybe know, but I don't know for sure. I'm obviously going to pick the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance okay. soundtrack on. But no, I'm not picking that. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously. Run the pick, Jewels two. <laughs> no, that's not. When somebody needs to pick Run the Jewels one, then I can pick Run the Jewels two, and then somebody else can right. pick Run the Jewels three and Run the Jewels four. I am picking In the Airplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel. That's Yay. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's is fine. that fine? Yeah. Yeah, you nearly picked it last time, and then we talked you to picking Discovery. Yeah. So, well, I, I think you were giving Sam so much crap about Boards of Canada. I wanted to make you choose which one, and you didn't let me. I chose Discovery. <laughs> Wait, what was your what was your fallback if it wasn't that? Um, was Discovery. Is this, it? is this it by the Strokes? <laughs> oh. that's a good one. That is a good one. Is that the one that's right. got um, reptilian? Lady- that's the one. Oh, I thought you- no, that's the one that's got the lady's bum on the front cover. And it's got the song Hard to Explain. Yeah, which is a fucking great song. Uh, good pick, lad. Uh, that is literally, I'm not joking, that is the 4chan board.mu's favourite album. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. no. We agree with 4chan. Fuck. <laughs> Discovery's on there as well, so, and so's Nevermind. Well, well, we'll see. What, if fucking hate Nevermind, so 4chan can go fuck itself. Exactly. <laughs> They're holding its favourite record, bro. I know. Well, so yeah, so this is... um. Uh, the front man of the, is, is Jeff Mangum? Is that his name? Yep, Jeff Mangum. He li- they literally made one album. It did really well. It couldn't handle being famous. It was just the second album, actually. Oh, it was the second album, sorry. Well, I can't yeah. it back. But I remember this got this helped them blow like properly right up. And instead of being totally famous, and I think because, yeah, instead of becoming totally famous, they, he just stopped being in a band. He was like, I'm done now. I've made a cool album. And that was yeah. it. 
Man, I can't wait to talk about next time how much we all love Jesus Christ. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. You, well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I used to think it was just about <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> right. Yeah, so was- before we go then, uh, Adam, you said you had some... You had you'd, you'd some parting words quotes from today. Yes, um, I um, have a tromboner equals filth uh-huh. definition. Um, Sick. Uh, I have an unpopular opinion that video games are indeed controversial. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the context was, but I wrote down pro life or pro choice. <laughs> oh, that was, that was, that was dead space. This is all in the preamble. So this is even going to be in the episode. Yeah. The other one was, I could leave. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the pre-loudness war of 93. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, well done. Right, is that it? That's it. All right, on that note, bye everybody. We will see you next time for In the Airplane Over the Sea by Neutral Milk Hotel. Bye. 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 bye.